Yahoo! Listen, even masters have questions. Let me tell you a little story about this. When I was younger, I had terrible eczema. I had eczema to where, you know, I, I probably had it as young as I can remember until maybe about seventh or eighth grade when I think I just grew out of it. For years, for all those years, my mom and I went to dermatologists to find out, like, what could we do? Because I'm telling you, we tried everything we could think of. So I used to have eczema so bad on my hands that my knuckles would be so dry that they would bleed. And I remember going to my teachers in sixth grade even and saying, like, showing them my knuckles and say, hey, can I go to the nurse? Like, this is just so dry. It's starting to bleed now. And then I'd go to the nurse and I, I don't know what whatever that nurse gave me but it always smelled like dog food and it was so nasty I don't know if it was like anti-itch cream because at that point it wasn't itching them they were just so dry and and they were like bumpy because they have been itchy but I also had like extreme um I don't I don't even know like I just had big patches on my legs to where I remember, <laughs> I don't I don't know how often we did this, but I remember sitting on my kitchen counter in the corner, um, up by the cupboard where we keep ingredients for baking and things. And I remember I got some PJs that I didn't much care about at that point, and my mom was just rubbing shortening. <laughs> straight up Crisco shortening and she was rubbing it all over my legs oh my mom is such a trooper and I'm sure I helped her a little bit at that point it's probably fun and we rubbed it all over my legs and I put my PJ pants on and then I went to bed totally ruining my pants I don't remember what happened with the sheets but sorry mom if you had to get more sheets for that but I remember that even like that maybe that soothed it but it wasn't enough um we just went to dermatology or dermatologist and he was really awesome and he helped us with like, you know, medical things. And it just, it didn't seem to go away. And I, I remember, let's see, in like fifth grade or something, my friends would like, you know, your elbow, but the pit. So on the other side, like your elbow pit where it bends, I'm going to call it an elbow pit because that's just, that's me. That's what I call it. Um, but my friends would like look at me and then they would start itching right there because they knew like I was a sympathy itcher I guess at that point or maybe I did it to be funny I don't know but it definitely caused a rash right there so I just had really bad eczema and there was one point that at the end of all of these trials and years I asked the doctor and I said hey doc question for you he's like yeah what's up and I said do you and your other doctor friends, do you ever get stumped and, and when you leave this room and you go do whatever and come back, do you ever like look up in the books and textbooks you have back there what's going on so you have a better idea? Like, are you ever, do you ever get stuck or stumped? And and I don't remember, I wish I remembered his exact words because it was, it was pretty awesome because he was, he's very knowledgeable. Like he obviously, he was an older man and even now, like I see him as an older man, but he was definitely had like gray hair. So he definitely had been at his practice for many years. So at that point, you could say that he has mastered being a dermatologist. And at that point, he said, you know, a lot of my patients have the same kind of issues. So I feel that I not not a whole lot, but every once in a while, you're right, we do. We do kind of get stumped and we want to go study so we can learn more and help other patients out. And I was like, huh, thanks, doc. And and then, you know, I just, it just kind of got me thinking earlier today that there, there's no masters out there. Sure, you can be like a master at cooking, a master at this and that, but aren't, isn't there always more to learn? I mean, my husband, for example, too, 
he is he was in this big company called Life Leadership. And if you don't know Life Leadership, it's this it's I think it's an MLM, but it's the products are like audios that you can listen to that have like very good um uh, what is that called? Very good I guess life lessons and things you can apply for finances, family, fun, um, freedom, and like I mean they, they focused on the five F's. That's why those all start with F's. But they had all these really great like self-development, awesome audios, and you can go sell them, and they have big functions where you can go listen to these people, and it's a really awesome company. We still have a lot of the, we have, I'd say like close to 100, 200 audios at our house right now. So they're really awesome, but my husband, from that and from the person he was developing himself to be at that point in his life when he was in this company, he listened to YouTube audios. He listened to... Um, I guess podcasts aren't really a thing back then, but he listened to so many different audios. He's like, I've easily listened to more than 10,000 hours of, of audios easily. So he's listened to a lot of this of like, ultimately how you can reprogram your mind to get you to have more financial freedom, to have more fun in your family, be more present, have a greater faith. Like a lot of that has to, it's intertwined with the mind. And so he's listened to you know, people say like, oh, you're a master at something if you do it more than 10,000 hours or at least 10,000 hours. Oh yeah, he's definitely been there. And he's, the books that he reads, he's, he's, I don't think he's ever really picked up a book that's like fantasy or, you know, fun stuff. But he listens, or not listens, but he, he reads books that continue to stretch his mind. They're about super brain and your body and the biochemicals in the body and like when to eat things so it's better for your mind. And, and if you eat onions, it's, it's harder to meditate because of the chemical release that it has. And there's so many things that he's learning deeper and deeper. So take his, take his I guess, years of experience. 10,000 plus hours, because he still continuously listens to that, um, lots of really good like self-development and mind audios. He has read, let's see, last year he read, I think, a total of like 30-something books. So he's read like easily hundreds of books by now, um, maybe a thousand books in his life about this. He, uh, he practices it. Like his, what he does for a job and his business is coaching people in sobriety and success, getting from where they are to where they want to be. A lot of it having to do with reprogramming the mind and the brain and, and understanding your limits and the story you're telling yourself and all these great things. So he, think about it, all of his stuff, you'd probably be like, oh yeah, homeboy, Chris, he's got this down. Like he understands how the mind works. He understands how to program it. I'm totally going to listen to him. Great. Just know that he is continuously listening to audios. He's continuously reading books. And one, because he likes it, but two, because there's more to learn. He's diving deeper and deeper and deeper. And doctors, I mean, hopefully, <laughs> they're diving deeper and deeper into their knowledge. Like, I'm sure people who study cancer, they're finding, oh, this works because of this. So X, Y, and Z might work out. Oh, awesome. Okay, let's explore that further. We want to find the cure. So, and if you believe in like a corrupt system, don't worry about this. I'm just, I'm just giving an example of like, there are, there are people and there's things going on that like, you should never be a master, but you should be mastering. And this is something that Chris, whether he read it or made it up, I think he actually made it up. Like he was just thinking about it one day and he's like, I never want to be strong. I always want to be stronger. Like once I'm strong, where else am I going to go? 
So think about that. Once you're a master, where else are you going to go? You're going to plateau in your success? I don't think so. You want to be mastering. And like, that's why his main um, like hashtag or his main motto is habits over goals because goals are just, I'm, I'm strong. Done. Okay, check. What's next? All right, now I'm going to plateau and I'm going to fall down. There's not anywhere to go. But if your habit is I'm just going to be stronger, if your habit is I'm going to be healthier, you're not now going to a weight goal. And once you hit that, woo, okay, now let's eat pizza. <laughs> but you're now, you're now getting stronger and you're now getting healthier and you're just living that lifestyle. You're like, you're becoming that person. Like for me, when Chris and I were just health wise, when Chris and I were, um, training to go on our honeymoon which is running a spartan trifecta and spartan races i think i've mentioned them before but just to recap spartan races are obstacle running races so it goes from a shorter length to a middle length to a long length of a race and there's like all these obstacles so while we are training i was like you know what it seems like most of these obstacles need a lot of upper body strength. My legs are tanks, like they could handle anything, but I can't even do a pull-up. So I was like, I'm going to at least do a few pull-ups. But then Chris is like, why don't you just, like, you're going to become the person who's going to be able to do a pull-up. And by so doing, I was able to do, I don't think I ever, I think I counted, but by now I forgot because it was a couple years ago. Um, but I, I was able to do pull-ups multiple let's see the s on there pull-ups because i had the mindset of like i am a person who can do pull-ups i was not like oh, i'm gonna do 10 10 and done okay i'm never gonna touch that pull-up bar again and the same thing goes for business like for an event planning business what i'm doing i am in no way a master nor do i ever want to be and that's the difference i don't ever want to be a master because i want to continuously get better and right now I am working with a wonderful woman named Sarah and she and I are working on something and I'm so excited and I I feel like that's going to be something that's going to help me grow and stretch and I hope I continuously find those avenues of, oh man, what is this? This is an avenue like maybe I'm not so sure about or I know something about or um, I've never heard of before but I'm involved so I'm going to dive deep. So that's really what I wanted to share today. It was just on my mind as I was thinking about it earlier. Just being, it's, and that, okay, so I just thought this too. You don't want to be the jack of all trades, master of none. Find a few things that you know that you're really good at and become mastering at them. So for me, event planning, having fun, being active, I feel like I am just continuously mastering because this, this journey of life, it is not a journey with an end point. I don't think our point here is to die. I think it is to experience. And I believe that the more that we get out of it, the more that we're going to have such fulfillment and such joy and whatever it is we choose to do. Um, hopefully it's a good thing. <laughs> if you find joy in killing people, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> um, but really, listen, let's, let's dive deeper and let's become mastering masters that we're so good at mastering that we can be a master at mastering.